how many times a day do you park? I know normally you wouldn't consider parking a sexy topic, but, you know, it is a thing and you think about it a lot more than you might realise. And you mightn't think there's much to talk about parking apart from that moment you are looking for a park and arriving and you smile at the parking angel hoping that it'll deliver or you curse as you circle around and around and around slowly or maybe tracking someone as they head to their car, winding down the window saying, are you just sort of fingering, are you going, are you going? And that nice little, yes, when you realise you have got a lucky break. Well, on Monday we spoke with Malcolm Snow. He was talking about parking in the, the, the changes to parking around West Basin. Now, this has been an ongoing issue because, of course, in Canberra, we're renowned for our vistas on that lake, but also we're renowned for our parking, which is prime land around that lake. Yes, look, our, our, our current planning is to incorporate in the basements of the new buildings, which will be built as part of Stage 4, uh, public parking, uh, and that will generate... There'll need to be parking, obviously, for residents and the different businesses that, that will be there. But certainly with the parking technologies available these days, you can, in fact, provide um, access for public purposes to ensure you get good utilisation out of the basement parking that will be available. So uh, it'll only be basement parking because I know it's so tight there at the moment down in, in New Acton, um, even mm. in COVID times, you have to circle around lots of times to get a park. So you foresee that as a, big, as a bit of a problem? Well, look, I think we'd like to think that the parking rates for this project will be in line with the big shift that we're seeing in Canberra, which are people are slowly getting used to the idea of using other travel modes, whether it's orange scooters or light rail or, or even walking. We need to have a healthy city and therefore active transport is going to play a big part in the design of this new precinct. That's Malcolm Snow, Chief Executive of the City Renewal Authority, speaking with me on Monday on Breakfast. Now, you had quite a response on many levels, uh, from from the vistas on the lake given over to parking to car parks that are so tight, it's like playing a Tetris game. So I thought, let's let's pull in, put on a handbrake and uh, look at the issue here in Canberra because car parking is certainly an election thing. Libs have promised 2,500 more car parking spots in the city while Labor have canned the idea of giving more space to car parks, saying it'll do nothing to ease traffic congestion. And the Greens say yep, they're, they're against the car parks as well and alternatives to the car are the answer. Brett Galvin is the director of park, and he's a parking technologist, CK Consulting, and he co-hosts an international podcast, Parker X, which discusses the latest technologies and, and trends in parking. Hi, Brett. Hi, Lish. How are you? Well, Good very morning. well. I love that you have made a career out of parking because we think it's so very, uh, I don't want to use the word pedestrian because it's everything but, <laughs> and so every day. Tell me what makes a good park, good car park. I think there's there's a lot to parking and it's it's quite an interesting space so I wouldn't downplay it so quickly. Um, in fact, um, one of the best ways we find out about traffic and parking is on the radio. So keep the radio on. But there's lots of elements to it. So we have the construction aspect, the IT, the traffic involved, and then there's revenue that can be made from parking and of course people. So cars are important. They're an extension of who we are and for most of us, they're an important living space, and so we do find some anxiety about not getting a space, not getting to where we need to on time. 
And a lot of the technology now allow us to control that experience and, and get to parking spaces conveniently and quickly. Um, and there's a lot of technology, technologies around now that allow us to do it without touching uh, a parking system. So ways to, to um, engage with parking, find parking and pay for parking without touching anything. And that's important now with COVID. And COVID has really changed a lot around parking. I was wondering about that certainly in town with a lot of parking given over to office workers and people now not going to the office mm. as much or irregularly how will our parking needs change i think there's a significant change happening and, and there was a big change happening before we had the likes of uber and other of these active transport um, modes coming up but what's happened with COVID is we've reverted back a, a little away from things like uber and people are now not going to the office and we've learned to work away from the office and that's freed up some spaces in our in our um, inner cities which is something that's un unexpected and and has created opportunities for um, this industry to, the parking industry to create more availability um, and reduce some congestion so i think as we normalize on COVID, there'll be some really interesting um parking opportunities it sounds really strange to talk about parking and it's strange to have it as an as an election issue it says it sort of says how good we have it in this country but uh... and in canberra because we are a car town when you look at how spread out we are while we would like to think our public transport system services all areas for many people it is a is a, it is a frustration and so the car is the option Absolutely, and Canberra uh, is is probably one of the best cities in Australia designed around the vehicle, and it was designed well around the vehicle. So, it is the prime modality for for most parkers, or most road users. Now, two hundred and fifty sorry, two thousand five hundred more car uh, more car parking spaces have been promised by the Liberals should they win government uh, through a fifty million dollar local parking fund, and also an increase in green car parks, which incorporate more grass and, and vegetation into parking areas. What is a green car park? Is this new technology or old technology? Why do we need grass in a car park? No, it, 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 it's uh, it's an aesthetic more than anything. It's nice to have a, a green space. Car parks are very daunting normally. They're concrete jungles, so adding some greenery in there makes them look attractive and, and make, might make you want to prefer to park there over somewhere else. But it's, it's a nice to have for, for sure. I think 2,500 new parking spaces sounds like a big number, but relative to the size of people who park in Canberra every day, it's a, it's a, drop, in the, a drop in the ocean, really. So green car parking spaces, but when we think of multi-storey developments and mm -hmm. what we're looking at, say, West Basin, which is on, on the lake, and at the moment there are lots of car parks around that area and a lot of our lakefront is given over to car parking. Some might say that's a waste, some might say it's a necessity, but with a multi-storey car park, the design of those is essential and some people will know that if you go to a multi-storey car park, it can be so disorienting and almost... Uh, like a Tetris puzzle to try and park in, like a, you have to do a 10-point turn to try and even just get in between a pylon and a hard place. Very much so. There is legislation around how many spaces um, there are per parking development, per construction development. And during the construction, uh, construction phase, that there's a period where there might not be any parking available, which put, puts pressure on the surrounding areas to accommodate the parking that, that is taken away temporarily. When, once you have the construction developed, 
There are great new technologies around um, parking guidance that can guide you exactly into the space. And there are, um, there are regulations around how wide bays should be. And the good developments allow you to have uh, a decent bay width to allow you to open your doors easily and not and not bump into other people. Is it a bit like airlines, though, Brett, where they've just tried to it squeeze really a couple more in to make a few more bucks? Absolutely, absolutely. But uh, we can choose to to park where we park and how we park, and and having technologies like parking guidance that you see at the airport, like parking guidance that you can you can pick up on your phone to direct you to free spaces and, and listening to the radio can allow us the freedom of choice of where we want to park. Technology's there, and I was musing before, and don't judge me, but that I did think yeah. that those red and green lights were Christmas Christmas decorations when they first came out in car parks. They're, they're a fantastic, such simple technology. That must have been a boon for whoever developed that. They've been around for around... 20 years now, so they're quite mature and they're a great technology. And what they do mean is they take the anxiety about reaching a destination and trying to find a park quickly. So we never leave enough time for parking and we, we find that the, the last five minutes of trying to find a park um, you know, can create real anxiety. So having those types of solutions and technology do a couple of things. They reduce that anxiety and they also turn over the spaces quicker, which means that we have higher utilizations of the bays that we have and they allow us to find all of the spaces that are available at that location. So they're a great technology and a great technology that can also be found on the street as well. There are um, technologies coming along now that allow us to point us to specific areas and zones where we're going, we can plan our trip and find those spaces as well. So all of that is coming on stream, all well before we have vehicles that drive themselves. At four minutes to seven, my guest this morning is Brett Galvin. He's the director, parking technologist, CK Consulting. He also hosts an international podcast, Parker X, which is all about the latest technology trends in parking. And we're looking at this issue because you don't think you think about parking. And I'd love to hear from you if you have a special technique with your park, if you have a secret spot, if you're relying on the parking angel as the technology, <laughs> very old school technology, sometimes a little bit uh, dodgy and what they deliver. Or do you have, have a, 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 are you active transport? Are you 100% don't drive because parking is so tricky? I'd love to hear from you this morning, 0467 922 triple six. Malcolm Snow, we just heard there uh, from the City Renewal Authority, said that active transport is going to be the thing. Can we rely on people getting active to, to alleviate our parking woes? There's a place for active transport and over time um, encouraging people to, to change the way they, they move. Um, is always a great thing. If we can encourage people to, to experience the world outside of their vehicles, then that's really great. What we're seeing internationally is the, the car park uh, become a hub, a mobility hub that then you, you take to the vehicle, you take to your, your bike, you take to a rented scooter, you take to um, another form of transport, be it a train, a park and ride experience. So. Um, as a chain of getting you where you need to go, car parks will always be essential. Your vehicle will always be essential. And cars are very personal. Um, there's something around owning and driving a car that, mm. that, that we won't want to sacrifice easily. And just quickly, Brett, is it just a revenue-making stream for not just parking? Obviously, you have to pay for the real estate. You're renting a little spot of land for a little while. But then parking fines. Now, with all the technology around that, 
is that just about revenue? Parking and maintaining parking is a community asset that we all share and we all use. So there's a high cost to it. There's a high cost to parking and, and the revenue that's generated from parking um, offsets and allows us to maintain the roads that we drive on. So there is an, it is important to, 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 uh, to control that asset, to put a price on it. So it's, it's an asset that, that can be controlled. Yes, um, no one wants the fine, but there's technologies around now to allow us to plan our trips um, so we, we can reduce those unexpected costs. Brett Galvin, thanks for joining us this morning. Good on you. Thanks very much, Liz. Brett Galvin, parking technologist. Go and check out Parker X if you're a parking uh, fan.